Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bald and Bonkers show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the Bald and Bonkers experience, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks. The entitled pricks always gets you, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. It's so weird that it's, it's, it's like our guest today. I'll be sitting like, what are, they, what, what are they talking about? You know? No, people didn't, didn't seem to like the fact that we live up to the name Bald and Bonkers. But, ladies and oh, gentlemen, yeah. we are back with a new episode. And today we have Dave Bender from Bender Paranormal joining us tonight. Uh, how you feel, man? Last I heard, we heard from you, you and the family weren't doing so hot. Yeah, um, I was coming off of uh, foot surgery number five, and um, ended up having some back issues and had to have an epidural. So it's just one thing after another. It seems like. Oh God, I've, I've heard that can be quite a painful thing. Well, yeah, the needle's this long, man. I had it, I had it once on my knee. I had it once for my knee. I had my knee drained once. Oh my god, it was so. It was the, so. The feet, the feet, and the knee uh, can be bad. I would say the feet are probably the worst as far as pain. Um, Please, I, I had the knee done, shoulder a couple times, but the feet are definitely by far the the most sensitive. Yeah. I would say, yeah, yeah. it's. Oh god! I just I, I about three weeks ago I had uh, the bug, the COVID. Oh, that was that was that was diabolical, and I hope never ever to have that. It was just so. David, can you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am well here in uh, live in California, and um, I came from Montana before that and grew up in our family. Uh, most of them lived on a reservation there in Montana. And mm -hmm. back in the 90s, um, there weren't a lot of uh, paranormal shows on TV at all. Um, every once yeah. in a while, you would see a special, and that was rare. Mm -hmm. And I want to say probably 96 or so, I saw a special on TV and thought to myself, huh, I could do that. And uh, mm -hmm. so I ended up uh, doing that myself. Um, just found some crude instruments at the time. Uh, I had a thermometer and yeah. a camcorder and just whatever I could find, I think. Yeah, I might have been a spatula. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what else I had, but um, just started going out and investigating <laughs> home. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's something that nobody really talks about. It's like like Native American ghosts and stuff like that. I've I've, I've noticed that. I mean, all the ghost hunting shows are all like abandoned hospitals or abandoned buildings and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's it's not like a really a subject that people really talk about. And I've always found it fascinating because the Native American history is absolutely phenomenal. It's thousands and thousands of years old, and 
it's, there's so many actually questions I've got for you actually, but to go. No, I have to agree with Chris. That's something you don't really see you explored a lot of, and obviously you can chime in on your thoughts here, Dave. But uh, I've always attributed to uh, horror movies using the old cliche, old Indian burial ground, and you mess with something, you're gonna have poltergeists. Yeah. Now, granted, this is where you get a lot of stories involving like skinwalkers and stuff like that, and yeah. certainly very interesting history. Well, and for us, I think um, the paranormal is as different as it is for each tribe is different. So every tribe is different and they kind of have their own beliefs, you know, as far mm -hmm. as what's going on. But at least for our tribe um, is Rocky Boy. So we were from Montana mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. my family growing up would always tell me stories about um, family members that would have things happen that a lot of bad stuff tended to happen to those that didn't believe. So if you believed, you know, you were kind of accepted within the world, you know, the paranormal. Mm -hmm. So it became very normal to talk about it. I mean, we would talk about family members passing, coming back and visiting us and, and um, leaving clues and trying to you know pass messages on um, through dreams and things like that. And um, but if you didn't believe, then those are the ones that ended up having the bad stuff that would happen to them. So we were always taught to believe. And it was, it was like talking about the weather, talking about the paranormal ghosts and spirits and things like that. Yeah. So it was, it was very commonplace for us, you know, in that, as long as I can remember. Do you, do you have in the Native American side, do you have like a name for spirits? Because obviously we call them ghosts and spirits and that. Do you, do you have like a different name for like what spirits are to you? Um, my family called them, you know, just, they would, they would use the term spirits because yeah. they were very active and very communicative, um, mm -hmm. especially with a lot of the ceremonies we would do. So we were always interacting with, um, a variety of spirits. Um, for example, with the, um, the giveaway dance I was talking about, there's yeah. a spirit that would come in during that ceremony and it was called the backward spirit. So instead of dancing face to face with people when you're giving them something, you would actually turn away. And everything was done backwards with that particular spirit. So it was someone and the spirit would enter that person, they would come in and they would be there for a certain amount of time and you, you would get to interact with it. And um, once, you know, there was a certain amount of time and then they were gone. But mm -hmm. um, throughout the course of the evening, like I said, everything is done to assist with whoever is sick so it was a group yeah. prayer type of situation for that so we always call them spirits just because yeah, yeah I, was just, I was just checking just in case you said like a like, like a name for like mm -hmm. american histories have like certain names for like certain things okay. yeah so with i have noticed that especially since the pandemic started the, what was that? What was that? Did you guys hear that? What was that? It's not as raspy because I'm like... using a special. <laughs> I was like, what I don't know. That? There was like that really raspy, it was a has... windy voice to it. Yeah. No, no, it was what like was a, that? It, came, came it was like, now, look at weird things do happen in this show. It, 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 I wouldn't say what stuff. was that. I would say who was that. 
you came what I'm getting, and this is this is the god's honest. This is what I'm getting. I'm getting like a rattlesnake, and I don't know why. That's what I can see as, as a rattlesnake. It, it could be my uncle messing with you. I mean, it's very possible. Oh dear lord! If my grandfather is passing by, he is stirring in <laughs> what remains of his ashes. He that it man was, was afraid of snakes. It was the way it spoke. It was like ah, it was it's like a, it was like it was like a like, snake. <laughs> Like I said, it very well could be. I mean, he um, he's very much active yeah. in death as he was in life, and he does come to a lot of our investigations, and will make himself known oftentimes. So it's um, that's the cool. I say it not. not it would, I wouldn't be surprised if you know you guys experienced him too. That's that's actually well, if I, if I, if I, I'm thank you for for sharing that ways because I, I find it fascinating how the spirit sometimes like communicate through the, through the, the shows and stuff like that can here's a, qu a question that i've always wanted to ask see how you native american burial grounds right mm -hmm. do they still bury in the same way to the culture you know how they used to put them in a high all raised up area and let the time take it yeah do not, do not, that? Anymore. not anymore uh, at least the family members that, um, you know, reservation that they live on. I mean, it's it's not, it's yeah. not um, an area that's very, um, it's very barren and and um, it's yeah. just I'm not just... much there. So it's really yeah. hard for them to be able to even do that. It's mostly the traditional ways, um, a lot of cremation. Right. I I always, I always wondered that. And because I didn't know, because I know your ancient burial grounds and stuff, I didn't know that he's cremated. That's actually very interesting. That is. And um, a lot of my family, I mean, they they were they chose to be buried, you know, traditionally yeah. buried. So you could, you know, we can go to the regular cemetery and and find a lot of our family that's been buried there. But I think as time's gone, time has gone on, it's become more of a personal choice for for them, you know. Yeah. whether to be mm -hmm. cremated or and a lot of times it's done out of um cost because it's definitely you know that's it's more yeah, it's yeah. less expensive oh yeah yeah it's i, I don't know if it has getting a weird vibe i just don't know if it has that's got a weird vibe i'm a, i'm coming. actually hearing feedback coming through I do this tear. I'm terrible for this, and I've done this to Iron City Party, Here and I've done this. Here, I've done this. Here we go. <laughs> I sense somebody standing behind you, David. It's so weird. It's I, mean, I can. I can, well, I can feel. I can feel. It. I can feel it. It's really cold. So it could be. Yeah. Well. I can't see. Like, <laughs> again, this has got to crazy, but it's like see how you get like, the, the old movies and stuff like that, and you get the the Indian chiefs, but they've no good. What is that called? The, the, all the feathers. The headdress. It's no good that, but it's got like pleated hair. Do you get? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like pleated mm -hmm. hair. But it's an old man. That's an old man, and he's just. It's, it's just as it's. It's weird because you're getting the weird kind of like. This guy knows his stuff. This guy knows his stuff, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you do I know him? But he's a nice guy. But he knows he's, he's like a protector type person. It's so weird. <laughs> I can, I can see, I can, I can, I can feel it. It feels so weird. What, what do you sense, Dakota? 
Welcome to no. my world. <laughs> oh, this, this is definitely going to be an interesting night. But yeah, I do see a male figure over your right shoulder, as a matter of fact. That does match very close to what Chris is saying. So, and I was noticing earlier, like about right in this little area here underneath my mic stand, that just as we got started, I noticed like there was a white shadow that just darted through, and I was like, "Okay, checking but, things out," you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's, it's not the first time that's happened to us, but never <laughs> stops getting excited. Yeah. And in, in the way home to my, my house today, I seen a, a buzzard uh, just doing its usual thing, just flying about looking for rabbits. But for some weird reason, right now, it's not an American eagle. I can't, is, is it a golden eagle they call them? And you only get them really in America. They're like, oh, God, what is it? It's it's, it's, it's just sitting there watching you. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I know that animals play a big part in Native American. Can you tell us a wee bit about that? We have we have a ceremony and it's um, not one I talk about often, but it was called yeah. the telescope, and, and right. it's actually a name giving ceremony. And my uncle would would um, he would run it, and um, you would get your your Indian name, and. Yeah. Uh, there's a bear and an eagle that actually fight over who gives us our names. <laughs> really? That is so funny. And, and I, I can't explain it to you because if you've never experienced it, it's um it's kind of strange. I had a friend growing up in Montana and yeah. you know, young guy. And you know, we were pretty much inseparable. And I would start to tell him about my uncle and, and Native American beliefs, and and um he was a typical cowboy kid, you know. And when I first started telling him, he he was scared, and he actually slept with his gun under his pillow at home. <laughs> like, that's yeah. going to do much. It's not going to do that much. <laughs> but then one day, I actually brought him over to my house and actually met my uncle. And then from there on out, it was over. I mean, he was fascinated with him. I mean, every time my uncle would come over, he would come over to the house, and he would sit and listen to him for hours, talk about everything. I mean, transfixed. And... Um, he was actually, he had been given a name um, during that ceremony. His, his right. name was uh, Lone Wolf. Right. And he remembers being in the, um, in the room and it's dark. And he remembers sitting there and he reached over and he could feel bear fur. Like there's a bear sitting next to him in right. the room. And he wasn't frightened or anything because, you know, it wasn't threatening, but just the strangest thing for him to be able to, to, have that sensation and to be there for that, you know, to mm -hmm. get that name. And like I said, you, you tell people and it's like, they just don't understand if they haven't experienced it, but it's, uh, it's quite. Yeah. It's, I'll let Dakota go in. I mean, I, I, it's weird because I don't see the old man anymore. I just see the ego just like, it's no this side. It's the other side for you. And it's just like sitting there and it's just like, looking at me like that it's just like it's just sitting there it's real no, he's one of the um he's one of our um protectors is that, is he actually that, that is? does a lot of medicine um you know for it's it's, yeah. it's just getting a weird, weird vibe it's so weird it's just it's it's, it's like it, it when we do these lives and stuff 
we see things in that, but I don't know if it is the night. It, it just feels really weird. It it feels but, weirder, more than usual. Yeah, I can sense a lot of energy, and I mean a lot of energy, like protective energy, mm-hmm. a dome kind of thing surrounding mm-hmm. Dakota. <laughs> There's almost a familiar sense to it, to be honest. I'm mm-hmm. from Idaho, and my grandfather, he, when I was little, we always used to you know go up into the mountains and find like arrowheads and stuff like that. And it's something that always fascinated me. And like I said, I'm seeing things moving about around me, and even <laughs> the animals are yeah. registering it, so you know something's up. See- <laughs> It's it's weird you should say that because it's quite cold in here. My house is like a nuclear reactor. It's really warm. And it makes me wonder because my friend in North Carolina sent me an arrowhead that plowed up in his field. And it's right across from me. It's just sitting right. I can, I can see it from here. And it's like a crystal arrowhead because they would find lots of them in the, when they were plowing the fields. And he says, do you want one? And I and they said, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I don't know, it's a feeling like, should I have that kind of thing? And it, it makes me wonder now, should I have that or should I send that back kind of thing? You know what, you know what I'm trying to say, Dave? Yeah. I laugh because it's always fun when people experience it. And it's, 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 it's eerily familiar, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's as if, again, this is going to sound weird because I'm Scottish. Uh, obviously, I was born in Scotland and that, and I don't really have, I don't have a Native American background, but it feels so familiar. There's something so familiar about it. There's something, if I knew, it's like something maybe from my previous life or maybe well, in between lives when I was a spirit. It's, there's something so familiar. Well, Chris, you also got to realize there was a point in Earth's history where Scottish Highlands area where you're from and say it like the Appalachian Mountains here in the US, they were all part of the same region at That's one point. True. At so one point. There's stuff that bleeds through on either side, just slapped with different names. So, like I said, there's a I'm here literally hearing wind right now. <laughs> like I'm out in the middle of a field and I was just like and I do know that there is some Native American in my ancestry, so it's like, okay, who's going to be coming out? Mm. <laughs> oh my God, uh, what's happening, David? You want, you want any what did you do? Uh, <laughs> oh God, this is this is brilliant. The night I don't know what it's so weird. It's like it's not a bad feeling. It's like a really nice feeling. It's, it's very like, comfort- comforting, isn't it? Yes. That's what it is, and it's like they're curious. They're like, look at that strange guy with the strange accent. Look at me. <laughs> the two of them are bald, kind of thing. And it's like, it's like they're just so curious about this, but they don't mean there's any harm. But mm-hmm. they're they're very protective of you. I'm getting that eagle is very protective of you because yeah. it's like moving along. It's like so like a parrot. It's kind of like moving along towards you. Now the funny thing is, is it, you want to talk about strange? There's a time during that ceremony where he will actually speak and in Cree, our language, and it, it's right. it's right. a sound that you just can't you can't understand if you've never heard it. And it's it's just it's just you know 
I'm used to it now. So it's not as, but it's still amazing if you think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. just the way, I mean, all the things that um, I've experienced and my uncle, mm-hmm. you know, kind of allows us to experience and continue to experience. Um, we tend to get used to it and we kind of, we kind of forget sometimes until other people experience it, then it just brings everything back. I don't know why I want to ask you this because it's popped in. Before the start of the show tonight, this popped into me and I don't know why, I don't know why I'm saying this, right? This is so weird as it's a strange night anyway, right? Um, I'm getting dreamwalking. What can you tell us about dreamwalking? It's like, it's like, because I think it'd be beneficial for us. I don't know why. But there's just something, something about it. Can you tell us anything about that? Well, there's times where we tend to sleep and dream and and go yeah. to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom experiences it a lot with people who have passed, like family that has mm-hmm. passed. They will come to her and have you know full conversations about things before. A lot of it's unfinished things that you know they want to let them know about before yeah. they they leave. But they don't truly leave and, and stay gone. Um, like my uncle's always around. And um, even my brother who, who passed. Um, it's been a couple of years now, but um, he's there as well. So you get a lot of different people and, and energies and animals and all kinds. Of, I mean, the house, our house is full. So it's like. Oh my I was trying to figure out how to charge him rent, and that hasn't happened yet. So, <laughs> what were you experiencing? The room must be intense in your house. Um, intense is a good word. It, it can get pretty, um, and for me, I tend to get really cold. Um, yeah, I work I a lot with feel... kids, and I tend to have a lot of kids that come over. Mm. Yeah, and they want to watch certain shows, and then they will make me so cold that until I put something on that they want to watch. Yeah. It's, it's, are you, David, froze there? Yeah, I was about to say, it looks like, yeah, I've been getting, like I said, I've been getting signal, I've been getting signal interference and there's, there's a woman here. That's so weird. Oh, he's back. (laughs) It's like you because... froze up for us here uh, there in a second. I was just like, yeah, something's definitely coming through. I couldn't see something... anything for a while there, so yeah. It, that that's been known to happen with us. Yeah. There's something so curious. It's there's something so curious. And it's mm-hmm. curious about us three. I don't know. It's just it's it's like it, it's fascinated with us, and I don't know why. It's just fascinated. Well, the more you talk about it too, it becomes a group experience, and then that kind of excites others as well because it'll attract other spirits mm-hmm. and especially if they know what you, you know like when you guys talk to my wife i think you'll you'll have a better understanding um yeah. she well, the <laughs> she, she's yeah well you'll see i don't want to i want to ruin it for oh, you but... <laughs> oh dear jesus i've got to see the apparitions coming to the <laughs> Not the bad way. It's just it's just quite different. Um, she I, is. I, don't know. I feel she so abilities, as She it. has so many abilities, and it's um, it's interesting to see her have a conversation and go I've places. Ne- I've never felt 
this way before. When I've been talking to like psychics and I've been talking to people about haunted houses and stuff, I've never felt this way. It's so welcoming. It's like it's like mm. it's like they're curious about us, and mm. they're using this to come over here because I can feel it's getting cold in here, and my radiator's on, and it's weird that, but they're curious. Mm-hmm. They're so curious about us, but the windy heart is. I know that it's it's a weird feeling. It the like is for some. It's as if the like is, but they're just so curious, and it's making us. It's just a, so welcoming. It's just a really welcoming feeling. <laughs> Question for you: What is like? See how like in our faiths, with like, Christian faith and stuff, like that, I believe we go to the pearly gates and stuff like that, and heaven and all that. What is your beliefs? What happens when you die? Do you go somewhere? Obviously. Um, I think it depends. There is, you know, you know, we believe in a heaven. It's just a little bit different, you know. Obviously, yeah. We don't say God per se. We say Creator. Yeah, but yeah. it's pretty much all the same thing. It's just we, you know, God accommodates for everybody else's religions, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, my uncle is able to obviously go cross over, come back. You yes. know, if someone needs something, and that's still his job or his role. I would say, like in you know. In the afterlife, he, he always looked out mm-hmm. for everybody who, when he was alive. Mm-hmm. And it just continues on now that he's gone. It's just easier for him to be able to do it now. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. It does, that's it. Dakota? What's, 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 what's for you, Dakota? Because there's something affecting you. I can see it. It's well, weird. See, for me, even under positive circumstances, the way these interactions fire off physically in my brain, You, it would probably read off like I'm having an epileptic seizure, which <laughs> is actually fairly common from my understanding, but th- I keep seeing this w- woman in <clears throat> kind of a long white robe t- type thing. It's like trying to figure out who she is. <laughs> is she, would, you, would you say she was Native American? Like, would, would, you, would you say that, Dakota? Would you, would be... She looks like she has it in her, but how? See, I'm just getting a, I'm just getting an awful love feeling. That's all I'm getting is as if we're all like whoever's there watching wow. us is like really happy for us. And I do, it's it's weird. It's, I feel like I've been smoking something, but obviously I've not been doing. <laughs> I wish I, I smoked more stuff. This thing, this stuff would make more sense if the, I was high. This would make this, it's, weird. It's, it's like it's like I'll tell you what it feels like. I feel like I'm sitting in a circle now, and there's loads of folk running about me. But the people that's running about me, there's only a few that's alive, like David and you, Dakota. But the rest of everybody is past. And they're like, they're like, oh, hello, welcome, and come on in, sit, sit next to this kind of thing. It's just so, so weird. I've never experienced anything enlightening with this. See, it's, it's, our, our, it's, our tribe in particular is very welcoming. So people still yeah. alive and, and even passed on. Um, my grandmother would, she didn't care who you were. So if you were hungry, she would invite you in, feed you, whatever she had. So that's the, that's, a lot of what you're feeling is that, you know, it's just who they are and who they were, you know, they were just always welcoming and inviting and yeah, just love people. So one of the few yeah, tribes gonna, in that was like that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go off the topic a wee bit here. And there's something I would like to ask you. 
what obviously we're talking about nice spirits and things like that. What about darker spirits in the Native American world? What are they called? And well, if you're allowed to say what they're called, and because I know name gives them power and stuff. If you don't want to Disney Mayor, but is there darker spirits in the Native American world? Well, we tended we 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 always stayed away from it just because yeah. it was so dark. So yes. my family really kind of just didn't really talk too much about it. Yeah. Um, I think the closest thing we would talk about would be the little people. Oh, and there were that? these little little people, not leprechauns. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to make a distinction, you know. Um, but they were always causing trouble. And yeah. you could hear them at night running around. And um, my uncle used to sleep with the lights on at night. And we used to ask him, why do you sleep with the lights on? Because they would always come and bother him at night. And or for him to get any kind of sleep, he would sleep with the lights on. Because if he didn't, they were always there constantly bugging him. Good, bad, in, you know, in between. See, that's, that, that's really interesting, that, because obviously... We, we had a friend, his name was Mike, and he used to talk about these little creatures that would come in the night. And what were they called again, Dakota? They had the name. Uh, Remember Iron City Paranormal? We're talking about them. And it's something today with mirrors that attract, they, they use mirrors to travel. Fetch. Is is that the same, can think, same thing, a fetch? And they use like mirrors to like travel and like people's houses and stuff like that. Yeah, and they would come at night and... um yeah, you know, we were always told to uh, keep something on, you know, whether it be a light mm. or something, because it was always had to be dark. See, so that's, we always, that's... always so I always have a TV on when I sleep. Yeah. Something like that. that's that's fascinating, that Dakota. But yeah, you can hear them. Um, you can hear, like I said, and, and people always wonder why do they experience more paranormal activity at night. They don't. The only reason why you notice it more right. is because it's quiet, it's dark, you're more relaxed. Yes. It happens all the time, but you notice uh, it more at night when everything's settled. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. So one thing I've always wanted to ask is that when you go into a lot of these programs nowadays, you know, say like Ancient Aliens, just as an example off the top of my head, they go to try to reference Native American tribes talking about star people, you know, being that UFOs are a big topic right now. What are your thoughts on that? On UFOs? Yeah. And that kind of, I know I probably could have worded that better. Did we just lose them again? Every time! See, that's quite an interesting subject, uh, the, the the Native Americans and UFOs, because they've had their history goes out for their bag. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, people, there's talks in several cultures where, you know, tri Native tribes are interacting with these people. Nope. He's back! He's back! He disappears. Do you know how I came back? I went like this. <laughs> right when I did that, it came back. <laughs> oh dear God! Oh. <laughs> it's oh. it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting subject that the court asked you. I mean, obviously, and is there any history of the Native Americans seeing UFOs? But obviously, before technology and stuff. 
before they uh, we didn't really talk about ufos all that much it was always what was on what was here um our biggest thing was ghosts and spirits and and um mm-hmm. you know the interactions we would have with them so that was always our main focus we never really talked about um you know bigfoot or ufos oh, I was zoology anything like that my grandmother was one of those that if she saw something <laughs> talking you know like a talking animal on tv she just you yeah. know hated it because she goes so fake <laughs> It's 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 a subject I was going to ask you about Bigfoot because I do know I, I mean we've met some people it was, was Doctor Meldrum that was talking about how the Native Americans and this is going back maybe to the, the 17th century where the, mm-hmm. the, the wigwams and the burn there at night and the big hairy hand would come in and steal their children and stuff like that it'd be like it'd be like story passed on passed on I take it there's no stories you know about that about maybe people going missing strangely oh you're, maybe no, you're going into missing for a missing for one i hey, never mentioned that i'm not going to mention that but is you just did i didn't mention missing for one i've just missed the new but is there any like darker tales in native american history that's that's maybe sort of subjects like that um, not so much for our tribe. Like I said, I think it's 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 I think it's tribe specific. You know, each tribe kind of had their own beliefs and mm-hmm. stories and things that they would pass down. Ours was, you know, you have to believe. If you didn't believe, that's when the bad stuff would happen to you. You know, you don't no. go into the cemetery and sleep in the cemetery. You don't, you know, there's certain things you don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you cover your bacon grease. Don't ask me why. <laughs> really? <laughs> why? Why? I have to ask you why. My grandmother always covered her bacon grease, and she said, "You know, it keeps them out. You just cover your bacon grease." What did they know, like pork? <laughs> just because they want to have something to eat? Come on, I think that that'd be a compliment. Right, Food so hungry. good that the dead would rise. I don't know. <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of times we never ask. You know, we just like, okay, this is one of those things. You just don't do it. So crazy yeah, question. On your, on, your, on, on your ghost investigations, on your ghost, some of your mm-hmm. ghost investigations, what kind of things have you witnessed in your ghost investigations? <laughs> um, Amazing, I'll buy a brow there. You know? I, I was at a location one time, and in the bedroom itself, I could feel myself being pushed down to the ground and held okay. there. And they would they would pick me up and walk me outside in a circle, and then I'd be okay. So of course, then I go right back in, and happened like five or six times in a row. So mm-hmm. for me, that was it was odd. Um, the strangest things, though, the strangest thing I've ever seen happen, and my wife will hate me for this, but she was actually picked up and thrown into a wall at an investigation. Um, she challenged the thing that was there and right. should should not have. And um, you see it happen on TV, and you go, "Yeah, it looks hokey." Yeah. But when you're there and you actually see it happen, it's it's quite a different story. And there was probably six of us in the room at the time, and she had actually seen it a year prior to that investigation because we had known some people that lived around the corner from that actual residence, 
-hmm. And she had actually seen him standing out in the middle of the street, further down the street, all dressed in black with a black, big black coat on and a hat. Oh, it wasn't human. Oh, that mother. Yeah. Yeah, I've dealt with him. <laughs> I the name. I don't like mentioning the name because every time I mention the name, something happens. Yeah, she won't mention the name because um, yeah, gives it power, doesn't it? It's... But she um, she'd gotten hit in the chest and was thrown into the wall. And after that, That's... she was craving she was craving salt really, really badly. And it was one of those things that. We, we usually do a prelim before we go, you know, to find out what's happening ahead of time. Is this, you know, going to be. Nope. Millions have came again. <laughs> hey there, David. UFOs, the weird spiritual. Now, now our old friend. I our old friend. He keeps popping up quite a lot, doesn't he? He doesn't. Doesn't he? A lot of people dealt with him. That's going to be his anchor. Yeah. That still gives him access to come through. I mean, it's so interesting that on the American side of things, they've encountered him too. It, He's it, it, popped it up in just wonder, about every culture. Every culture long, has a version of him. How long has he been popping up for? I've always wondered that. Well, he'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, just waiting. I, the, the, I was about to say that was a poor face that he got froze on, but yeah, Chris, you got to remember the particular theory I had about his origin traces him back literally to the beginning of mankind. Mm -hmm. Something that's feeding off fear. He's looking to start a war. Well, it's the way the world is now. I mean, this must be an all you can eat buffet. He's been. Did my K2 just spike when I said that? What? When we started getting the activity, I busted out my K2 just to see what would happen. And as I said, he's getting ready to start a war. I thought I just saw it light up. I think I'll maybe talk to you after the show about this because I don't want to mention it in here because I've been having weird things. Um, you need and to be it's careful. About, I need to be careful. And... Anybody that's watching this, ladies and gentlemen, some of the people All in the right. chat will be like, oh, this doesn't exist, this, is, this isn't the deal and stuff like that. I can do you something right now. I will say that's this, real. Chris, I will say this on the air. <laughs> I've been contemplating a certain project to mm -hmm. discuss my information about this thing. And I've noticed we had a few more pop up. He's alive! Hello. He's back. You're five weeks late. Where have you been? The aliens get you again. I lost the internet and everything at that point. And then it said you guys see, weren't weren't available. See that's see that's that's this is what yeah, happens that, when you talk about that that, that particular figure. Yep. We we've seen him draw blood. So yes. Mm. And I had weird things happen to me that time. I mean, one of the stories I was they were talking about that individual and the next day I went out in my car and I was driving along a road and there was this mighty bang as if something had landed on top of my car. Is there something that had literally landed on top of my So I got out. Fine. Nothing wrong. Not a dent, not a scratch. 
I think it was one him warning me or because we were that's when we were researching that kind of thing. And ever yeah. since then I thought name her. I didn't yeah. even mention you know, his so name. Gotta, you also gotta remember he don't work alone. No. Yep. It's... Well the good thing is is I usually do pretty well because I'm pretty well protected. So um the strange thing about this location though is that it targeted the women and not the men. Yep. And mm. I went into that feeling nothing whatsoever. You know, just it was a bunch of college kids living there. And okay, you know, they party a lot. So we're thinking, you know, well, we're not really sure. But Which dark part? masks coming down in front of their face. Oh yeah. Cold glasses of milk being poured and left out. What's what's your opinion on like the spirit board and stuff like that? What young people like to play, which I suggest if you're watching this and you're young and you've got a Ouija board and stuff like that, do not touch it. Please, to God, do not touch it. What is your opinion on it? I mean, we always tell them no, um, and a lot of the times when we're doing our prelims. So when did the activity first start? Oh, when we got this Ouija board and started playing with it. It's opens up doors that yeah and they don't close yeah. them properly yeah and they should be yeah. messing with them to begin with but it happens a lot with people that they just don't understand have you ever encountered like a possession um no and if we yeah. even sense that anything's Lucky. demonic or there's even anything like that going on we refer them out we won't take those yeah i was, I was just gonna have to ask that because it's uh it's questions i've read doing it's it's, I always wondered because it's you you know what it's like with kids and that the day play of the Ouija board and you the open door they don't know how to shut it again. Mm-hmm. And then God knows what comes through there, right? And it right. either latches itself to them or it latches itself to that property. I mean that can destroy somebody's life. I mean it's something yeah. that latches itself. What would you do, right, in your ceremonies and stuff like that? Like say your friend had an attachment how would you could you do like a kind of exorcism is it a exorcism thing that you do i've it's interesting because i've had things attached to me yeah and i've actually had to call my wife and she's been somewhere else and she's actually taking care of it where you know she'll get it off of me um we have yeah. things called elementals mm-hmm. yep no nope. that they're not good or evil they're just there yeah, they're just benign, but... yeah yeah I think some of us throw off more energy than others, and that's I tend to do that. So I end up feeling like, in you know, within a matter of a few seconds, that I've I've got the flu, because I'll get the chills yeah. really bad, and I can't stop shaking. And it's taking that energy. It's really hard for me to shake that off when it's on me. So I've actually had to have her, and she can do it pretty simply. But um, I'm really looking forward to meeting your wife. I think it'll be quite mm-hmm. interesting because like I said it's. She'll tell me, okay, don't uh, take this freeway this morning. You know, it's mm. going to be an accident. So, of course, I listen. I listen every time she tells yeah. me something like that. Does she, ever, enough, does she ever, I'm going to ask her this when she's on, does she ever know anything about what's happening in the world right now? Oh, yeah. Does she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm definitely curious to meet her now. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's always an interesting. Um, it's it's fascinating to watch her work because um, 
she can and she does a lot of dousing when we do our investigations. She will douse. And she gets information so rapidly, even before the, you know, she's getting answers and questions and she can hear other people. And I went to an investigation one time. It was a little, it was a little kid. We love, we love investigations with kids that are involved because we want to make them feel more comfortable. You know, that, that, those are the ones I really enjoy because if they're scared before we get there, we try to make them feel, you know, at least more comfortable when we leave. Mm-hmm. And we went to a home one time and there was a, she might've been two and a little blonde girl and she was clutched to her mom. She was deathly afraid and we showed up and she wasn't getting down for anything. And, you know, we're bringing our stuff in and my wife is just sitting there and then she looks at her and all of a sudden the little girl crawls down from her mom and she walks across the room and she brings her a red ball. Mm-hmm. And then a few seconds later, nobody's, you know, she hadn't said anything. A few minutes later, she went and got her, I think, a truck or something. And then she kept doing this over and over again. And then her mom was watching her and she's like, what is she doing? She was asking her, go get me the red ball. And she'd go get her the red ball. Go get me the, the truck. She'd go bring her the truck. And sometimes we have to be careful when we go out because little kids, they may not have communication yet but they can mm-hmm. talk here. So a lot of times they'll just come walking up to our table and you know, people will freak out. It's like, you know, there's just that natural connection that happens. I, I can't wait to meet your wife. I think this that has got to be absolutely fascinating. <laughs> just after everything going on tonight, that says enough right there. Oh my God. There'll be poltergeist activity that night. There'll be things fleeing around about me. The thing about poltergeist, there'll be things fleeing around about and she grew up on a farm in Michigan, so it was interesting growing up. I mean, I'm still getting... It's weird because I'm getting this feeling that there's a protective bubble all in about us. And it, it's weird how you brought up that individual with the hat and the jacket and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It, it makes you wonder if your uncle and your protect... That, that eagle or whatever it is, is here protecting you mm-hmm. is there is there like any quick prayers in native american that you can do to maybe protect yourself you think that like, obviously in the christian faith you've got the prayer of saint michael and stuff like that but in the in the native american one do you have like a quick prayer you can say before you say you go there and ghost investigation or before you get into a haunted location i would do a blessing um, I use sweetgrass for most of my cleansings and things. And there's a, there's a, I have a medicine bag that I'll bring that my uncle gave to me before he passed. And yeah. then there's some different things in there that I use. Um, but I will bless, you know, whoever's there that wants to be blessed. Yeah. And then if they ask me to, I will bless the location. Um, and a lot of what we do, like I said, it's, it, you have to buy into what we're doing yeah. in order for mm-hmm. the court to be effective. Yes. I've seen priests go into homes and, and go through the motions of blessing them mm-hmm. and they've bought into it and it's actually worked for them. Yeah. People don't understand how important the power of belief is in whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People will say, well, how can I, you know, how can I regain power over something I can't see? We always tell them when that child that you have gets on your last nerve, how do you talk to it? 
you know, you're very forceful and direct. It's no different. The only difference is you can't see what it is that you're talking to, but you have to have that yeah. same conviction when you're dealing yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually terrifying because if you think about it, you go into a house where a family have been getting tormented. It makes you wonder, it makes you wonder what, what it looks like and the fear. I mean, I suppose if you're you're just stubborn and you say, right, get out of this house, you have to get out of this house, leave this family alone. I mean, it might get slightly pissed off and follow you home because obviously it's not welcome in that house anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that happens a lot with a lot of locations. One of the best investigations we ever had, and for how we investigate, this would be like the perfect example of how an investigation would go for me. Yeah. We had a family contact us. It was a mom and a dad and two kids, and they were deathly afraid. The mom was being touched on her face at night, and it was okay. just scaring her really badly. Our sensitives that go into the investigation, we give them nothing. They have no information about the prelim. They have nothing going in. Mm -hmm. We don't invite them to dinner with us. Yeah. Because a lot of times we're talking about, okay, what we're going to do that night, where we're going to go. They just show up to the location. That night, my wife happened to be the sensitive that was coming to the mm -hmm. investigation. So we always have them do a walkthrough first, and nobody says anything to them. We have one person walk with them and kind of record their impressions when they go through the location. So whatever they're picking up on is whatever they're picking up on when they go through. Yeah. My wife did her walkthrough, then sat down with the homeowner and started talking with her. And the first thing out of my wife's mouth to her was, so you're being touched on your face at night. And her eyes get really big. And she started to describe what it was that she was seeing and what she was, you know, experiencing. Yeah. Turns out she described her mother who had passed. Meanwhile, we have debunkers on our team. Their job is to find rational explanations. They're going through. They found a carbon monoxide issue and a gas leak in the home. Right. e was called, you know, to come out and, ch and to check and they said that they needed to move from the house that it was that bad sure enough they move out of the house guess what the activity stopped okay. mom was trying to get their attention okay. to get them to get out of the house mm. and we had gotten a letter from them about six months later thanking us for saving their lives so something that... that seems very very paranormal initially but there are rational yeah. explanations for the activity exactly yeah because that's absolutely amazing that because her mother was doing it deliberately to make and and then you just found the gas leak and because they could have all been dead and and people have this over reliance on equipment and the equipment's mm -hmm. only as good as people using it and i'll take a really good person over a piece of equipment because we can all sit down and watch a scientific experiment happen, and we can all come to the same conclusion. Whereas with paranormal activity, you might hear something, you might see something, I might experience something different. It's going to be different for all of us, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've noticed when I've went to, like, castles and stuff like that, we only really have, like, the EMF mirror and the ghost box, and that's really... I, I do think a lot of the gadgets... The, the big gadgets that cost like maybe thousands of dollars are a bit of a gimmick. To be pure, mm -hmm. yeah, it'd be great to have them, but 
it's, and, and, it's, and they have their place. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. They you know, people tend to feel better when they see people with equipment. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it tends to put their minds at ease a bit. I think because they, see, you know, and this is this is true for the 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 people that live in the home and the people they're investigating, especially if they're yeah. newer, because they feel like okay, I've got something I can focus on. Yes. You know, I can do that and contribute, and, and it's not as scary per se because they yeah. haven't done it as long. So they, they have that function. And then, um, but at the end of the day, what's a cold spot? Hmm. Unless, you know, you have something exactly. to, that goes along with it. Did you feel that yeah. cold spot? Did you get a spike in something else? Was there something else to cooperate it? Mm-hmm. I've always find it it's it's true. Someone told me this um, once. It's it's interesting to go to a location with, with no equipment whatsoever, just just to walk about and see what you feel. Mm-hmm. Because some of the spirits might be afraid. Again, this sounds got to sound stupid to people watching this, but some of the spirits might be afraid. They see you with the weird looking gadgets, and remember, some of these spirits might be from the eighteenth or the seventeenth century, and they've never seen anything like this before and they see you with these things with flashy lights and making noises <laughs> and they'll be like oh I'm staying away from them but what is if you just walk around about the house and just listen and mm-hmm. sit down and just and feel, feel the energy yes because <laughs> you can usually tell if I mean I've went I've been I went to somebody's house one day it was just a friend and it just it didn't feel right at all it was weird. It was like, like the feeling that right. we had at the start of the show, which is still here, but it was definitely, it was dark. It was like the guy had his curtains open and the light was shining in, but the room was dark. You you know what I'm trying to explain? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, I mean, it was a sunny day. The sun was coming in, but it only came in at a certain point. It's as if it was, it was getting stopped. And I went, oh, I'll just go use the toilet. I went up the stairs and the place felt really weird. As if you were watched. And it was as if something was just in the shadows. We went to um, Waverly Hills Sanitarium. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I got to go in the death tunnel by ourselves. We, with the oh. guard, let us in for about 45 Gosh. minutes. And you can yeah. feel the darkness. It, it's it's unlike a lot of places we've been to, but you can actually feel it. And you turn around, you look, and it's darker. And then you turn, yeah. and then you can feel it. It had substance, mm-hmm. and it was one of the strangest feelings was being in that, that it's area. Like, it, it's like a shadow that just gets darker and darker and darker. And if you shine your light, it's weird because your light seems to get absorbed. And yeah, yeah. That's it goes like, around that. Torch and you're looking at the thing, you're like, and it is, it is oh, creepy, really creepy. Yeah. Um, Dakota, would you like to ask some questions? Well, I was trying to ask this earlier before I got distracted, but <laughs> being that with everything going on in the world, especially, I know especially since the pandemic started, a lot more people are 
becoming a little bit more open-minded to this type of thing, whether it for them at Menfest in the interest of UFOs, spirits, or anything like that. As someone who's worked from the spiritual side, what would be your advice to these people? I, th- I think a lot of it comes down to what's your motivation or your intent. Because I think most people, when they start in this field, we all want to prove the paranormal exists. Yeah. You know, I'd say that's, we started there and we fought tooth and nail trying to get other people to believe what we were believing or what we were experiencing. And oftentimes it would fall on deaf ears. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until we went to the Woodland Opera House here, it was the opera house here in um, where we live. My wife got an apparition photo and I'm sure she could probably show you at some point. Um, uh-huh. And... Um, Totally, you know, caught us off guard because we didn't we didn't notice it at the time. We didn't notice it until after we had left, and we had gone back and tried to recreate it any way possible. It just wasn't happening. And this is before my wife, you know, even knew what Photoshop was. The people were saying it was photoshopped. It was fake because no matter what you give to people, they they don't want to believe anything you have, even though yeah. people have their own experiences. They still don't want to believe what they see. Yeah. And it was at that point that we realized we need to stop trying to prove that it exists to other people because nine times out of 10, they've already made up their mind regardless one way or the other. And this is true for when we go to locations, they already either know it's there that they're experiencing something or they're not, they just want validation. Mm -hmm. And once we stopped trying to prove things to people and just give them what we have, we let them make up their own minds. It became so much simpler for us. And, you know, we're not there to prove or disprove anything anymore. And I think people kind of have to have, what is that purpose? Why are you doing it? Is it curiosity? Do you want answers? Is it a personal crusade? What is the reason? And as long as they stick true to whatever it is that they are doing it for, I think that's, Mm. that's the biggest thing that they can take away from that. If they just want to do it because they enjoy it, they have fun with it. You know, they're not, causing any harm great some people have this deep-seated reason to to prove you know the paranormal exists and that's fine if that's your stance go with that but you know for us it's helping people yes um the biggest and best investigations i've ever had that were the most successful at least in my eyes we got no evidence whatsoever to show to people but they felt better after we left yeah there was a sense of relief and they, they felt better. And that, you know, for me is, is what it's all about. Yeah. So people that's watching this, where can they find you if they have a problem? Um, our website, benderparanormal.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I feel like the Godfather sometimes because Every time I kind of try to step away from it, it's like they always pull me back in yeah. and we always. And oh, it's, yeah. It's like yeah. I've tried like four or five times to try to stop and it's like it's always gets sucked back in. So now it's like, all right. I just have to give it up because for me, too, I think I also enjoy new people because they have that brand new enthusiasm and passion that I had when I first started. They haven't experienced everything, but they're excited about it. They want to. They want to experience things. And for me, it's more important for us to have people that want to help people. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't teach you how to care about people, but I can teach you how to use equipment and how to investigate. I can't teach you how to care. You have to have that in you. 
yeah. And I mean, you're doing, a, you're doing a good thing. You're helping families sleep at mm. night. Yeah, I mean, there'll be families out there that there's probably families right now all over the world all huddled together in the living room because they're terrified of what's happening in their house. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, for me, for me, I know the afterlife exists. I know you go somewhere and it's your time. For, uh, hopefully, I'll have to 120, you know, I don't want to go the new. But, and I also know there's, we're not the only humans or life form in the universe, you know. But thinking the people that you've helped, thinking the people now that are in, sleeping in their beds, and they know that the bad, the bad thing, it's it's no there anymore, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, getting that thank you from that family six months later, I mean, that that's as good as it gets. That's all the thanks yes. we need to yes. know that they're doing mm-hmm. well and that you know they're not scared anymore. Yeah, yeah. and so, even if it's so not they- gone, for them just to know yeah. how to deal with it and know it's not as but- scary as they thought. See, see, I had the same kind of problem. I had the same kind of problem. My my house is quite old, and it's uh, it's got its it's got its character. It's I always knew there was a spirit in here, and a, a psychic told me about him one day. And you know, you know, when I acknowledged him, when I acknowledged the spirit, I never seen him again, ever. I, I still feel his presence in that, but it, it's weird. It's as if he's looking after looking after everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a nice spirit because that's the medium told as he comes and cro- he's a cross spirit and stuff like that but i will say this see like herbs and stuff especially sage a lot about sage and then you see him for about six months <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the bug spray the paranormal <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know if either of you watch seinfeld I've yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like George Costanza says, it's not a lie if you believe it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So, Dakota, do you have any more questions before the end of the show? It's the end of the hour. No, I th- think we got a good a good show, and um, I'm well, definitely well. shocked we had as much going on, and we'll see what <laughs> happens afterwards, because it never just stops when the cameras are off. You know, it seems to know. Sleep always tight. pick up. You'll, you'll, you'll wake up just through the night, Dakota. You'll wake, just kidding. You'll, you'll, you'll wake up through the night, Dakota. I'll be able to move and there'll be all these Indians running about. Like, oh, don't you think I, I get enough action as it, Chris? Oh, God. <laughs> I get, Probably not the I best way to put it. But you know what? You're used to it, you know. Uh... Well, if, if tribal warriors come to me tonight, I'll say, listen, you need to go and visit David Bender. You need to go and visit him. He'll take Gan, and you can visit yeah. him at his house, you know. Or visit Dakota. He's into that kind of hang. He'll have you in, you know. I would like to thank you, David, for for coming on the show. And after this, we'll we'll talk to you behind the scenes if you just stay in. We'll yeah. talk yeah. to you after the scenes. Absolutely. So catch you later, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. And another show will be out soon. Catch you later, dudes. You definitely don't want to miss tomorrow's one. I, I have a feeling Ooh. that one's going to get pretty intense. So much love. Stay safe. And like we always say, keep an open mind. Because if anything, mm. the last few years have shown us is that quite literally nothing is impossible anymore. So who knows? Yeah, Maybe you'll end up sense. on one of these shows talking about your stories very soon. Yeah. So anyway, much love. Catch you later, dudes.
Thanks for tuning in to the Bald and Bonkers show. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net. There, you'll find our merch, services and more. Thanks for being part of the Bald and Bonkers family and we'll see you on the next episode. And remember, always keep an open mind and an open heart. You never know what may happen tomorrow.